and welcome to the Summer of 98 Movie Ranking. This is slightly different than a draft. I did better than Gavin, didn't I, when he had his thing? Is this is this a better start, worse As start? Are you, are you rating your start in the middle of no, the I'm start? No, I'm just asking you where... You haven't finished the intro yet. It would have been better than mine if you didn't stop yours to compare it to mine. And give yourself accolades in the in, in no, the same No, I was asking. Breath. I wasn't. I wasn't ask. I was asking if it was better or worse. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I would have said mind. yes up until it was that an point. evaluation. Okay, so I shouldn't do that. Anyway, summer '98 movies. We have a list of all the films that release wide. Eric thinks that '98 was the last good year, so we're making some supplemental content for it. This is going to be a little bit different than a draft. We're going to determine what the top ten is and argue for where these things should be placed. Uh, we have to all collectively agree on the rankings and then ultimately deciding what is the definitive movie of summer of 98. If you are just watching that or listening to this, you'll be able to watch this on our YouTube or the, or the Rooster Teeth channel. We'll be having a list streamed from Eric's account where we go through the films. We uh, have that. Are we recording the video of this? Now? I don't know. Yes. I assume yes, that. Yes, I am. Yes. Okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I really should have double-checked that. That was a wild assumption by me. That was a um, really wild assumption. <laughs> I appreciate the confidence in it, though. Yeah, yeah that was, I believe. That was pretty good. I never even considered it was If you think you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Um, so we're going to go through. We're each going to select three films that we think should be in the running. And then wow. from there, we will edit it down to 10. And then once we have 10, we will make our cases for which movie should go where with every rank being important. Like, if you if you strongly believe that a movie should be seventh, fight for that. Fight for that position. What if uh, what if you like movies that aren't on the list? Uh, well, these are all the wide releases of the summer of 98. Uh, if mm. you want to add other movies, I guess <laughs> you there, could. Yeah, what else do we need to add to this list? Well, I, I, I need mean, to see the full list before I could answer that. Okay, Andrew, do you want to read off everything on the list? Sure. Uh, okay, so we're going through. It's long. It's like 33 films. Uh, in June, we have Dr. Doolittle, The Truman Show, Mulan, The X-Files, Six Days, Seven Nights, Perfect Murder, Out of Sight, Can't Hardly Wait, and Dirty Work. July is Saving Private Ryan, Armageddon, There's Something About Mary, Lethal Weapon 4, The Parent Trap, Ever After a Cinderella Story, Small Soldiers, The Negotiator, Madeline, Mafia, Disturbing Behavior, and Basketball. And then in August, we have Blade, Snake Eyes, Halloween H2O, How Stella Got Her Group Back, The Avengers, 54, Dance With Me, Dead Man on Campus, Why You Fools Fall in Love, Airbud Golden Receiver, Wrongfully Accused, and Return to Paradise. Those are our films. Are we missing anything, Jeff? Well, uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, but I looked up uh, Buffalo 66 came out in the summer of 98, and I thought that was a phenomenal film. Vincent when, Gallo when film. Did it, when did it come out? Uh, no, it, it came, came out, out uh, June 26, sure. 1998. Also, Hands on a Hard Body came out. Yeah, uh, The Last Days of Disco, which was a Whit Stillman film that I really liked, came out when did in that come June, out? June 12th. Uh, then Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, uh, oh, you may have heard movie. of it. That, that yeah. came out 28th of August, uh, 1998. And then, why, why is our list missing so many? And then Run Lola Run, which was also a pretty big film, came out August twentieth, nineteen ninety eight. I just I'm just throwing those out there because I uh, I was looking at the list earlier today and I didn't see them on there. And, I, and we don't need to add. I just if oh they've if been added for okay. No no no, <laughs> they're added. Okay. Yeah. I went off of Box Office Mojo and looked at what released within those months, and then selected the films that released to a wide audience. 
because I sort of view like the summer of 98 of like the things you go to the theater and see. You're looking at blockbusters as, and those weren't necessarily blockbusters. I didn't realize no, it's Blockstock definitely- wasn't, wasn't big at the time. I thought that was a huge movie. Well, I think it's like it probably didn't get an initial wide release, but it's become such a part of like it's become yeah. so big post. That's why like Run, Lola, Run and Lockstock I wanted to add in specifically because they became huge movies, but yeah. they didn't they didn't start as huge movies. That is true. So we're picking three each from these. Yes. So each wow. person will take three films okay. and then we'll, we'll move it from the base list to a different list. And then uh, from there, we will deliberate on. What should be in our top 10? Wow. This is only picking three is tough. Yeah, there's some layers to it of like, are you going to take maybe there's a movie you think someone will definitely take so you don't take that, but you're risking right. maybe it not making the list at all. Who wants to go first as far as picking the first three films? I'll go. Okay. Uh, am I going like three across all three months or three per month? Just three across all the movies that are available. How should okay. I be listing this also? Should I just write someone's name and then like their movies and then we make a list? Or uh, just... You don't even need to put the name. We can just, whatever Jeff picks, we'll just make Got a it. separate film list and then we'll get okay. rid of the base list once we have our selections. Got it. All right, Jeff, whenever you're ready. Can I see the list again? You can. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want from Andrew to read it one more time? No, no, no. I just, I, I can only see what you're showing me. So uh, I, I'm I sent def- it to you also. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, now I gotta Just navigate case. away from. The, hold on. I mean, you don't have to navigate away. I mean, no, I can I'm show doing you it. Whatever. I'm navigating. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to put you out. Uh, okay, hold on. It's. Not I'm not loading up another thing. No, I mean you don't have to. Oh, like, let's see. I mean, the list what is here. The three movies Jeff's gonna make, gonna pick. Uh, well, I'm definitely picking Blade because I have a Blade tattoo. Okay. Oh, you uh, have a Blade tattoo? <laughs> really? Where? Yeah. On my neck. Gus and I got them together. It? it was like a friendship. <laughs> it's you like, and Gus have blade tattoos? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. You showed yeah. me that before. Yeah, it's like the little Renfield thing. I have the Dragon Eddie oh. clan. Gus has the Kobayashi clan. Uh, so I'm <laughs> definitely so picking that. Clearly picking incredible. Dirty Work, one of the best movies ever made. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zig. Okay. I'm going to zig. And I'm going to pick A Perfect Murder. Oh, okay. Wow. It's really? a great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Wow. What is what is a perfect murder, Jeff? What is it? Uh, <laughs> right. What is the movie? It's like a Gwyneth Paltrow movie with uh, I, it's like a remake of uh, an Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's got like I think Michael Douglas in it and mm-hmm. uh, Aragorn is in it. Yeah. I think of his name Strider. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen. Uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's just a. Uh, it's like a it's a murder mystery kind of thing uh, that's based off, of, uh, I think, Dial in for Murder, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. It is, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, a weird thing about A Perfect Murder is it's written by two people, and one of the writers only wrote one other movie, and it's a Michael Douglas movie. So I wonder really? if it's like a fake writer name, and if like that's a credit for somebody else under an alias. Like, I just, I thought that was so weird uh-huh. that they've only written two, and they're back-to-back Douglas movies. Interesting. You reckon it's Douglas himself? I kind of wondered Ooh. if, like, to like get a credit, like some additional is. money. Um, shall I? Uh, shall I do mine? Yeah, sure. Gavin, would go you ahead, like Gavin. to go next? I'll be honest. I feel like if if I could, I'd pick all three from July. But I, I'm going to pick Truman Show. Okay. Um, there's some good shit in July, but obviously I have to go with basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I'll do Lockstock. Ah, oh, damn. Mm. Good pick. Okay. Great movies. 
Uh, Andrew, do you want to go next? Sure. Uh, let me view the the list from it. Did uh, do you see the thing I sent you, Gavin, about basketball? <laughs> yeah, that's so I good. sent Gavin a clip of Joey Diaz is in basketball, and when he was <laughs> when he was in it, he was in like his deep coke addict phase. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, the refs have to wear roller skates, and so every day after shooting, he would steal a pair of roller skates and sell them. And that was just like his day to day go to money. He'd make 150 no a day. And then by like the time they got to like one of his scenes near the end of the shoot, they couldn't find roller skates for him because he had sold all of them and nobody wow. knew that he was stealing them. Um, okay. What am I going to pick? This is, this is tough. So I've seen 99% of these movies. I haven't seen some of the additions Jeff added. Um, fuck, this is. This is tough. I'm going to add. I'm going to add Return to Paradise. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I am going to add the X Files. Ooh, okay. Ooh. And I'm going to add Small Soldiers. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, Nick, would you like to do yours next? I'll go last. Sure. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the ones that I was thinking about have been taken, but I will add this one because, one, I saw it when it came out, which is probably too young, but Saving Private Ryan is one of my favorite war movies, and, you know, it eventually led to things like Band of Brothers and The Pacific, which are really good um, shows that HBO put out. Um, And then I was thinking that... Oh, you picked Small Soldiers already. Look at that. See? I'll tell you what. I'll add this because it was a horror, one of the first horror movies I saw. Uh, Halloween H2O uh, also mm. has one of the most interesting death scenes in where someone is killed with a, uh, an ice skate to the face. Hmm? And, then, uh, <laughs> and then I'll also add, I think, a movie that, that uh, I don't know if y'all, are, a lot of y'all would have seen this, but the... Six days, seven nights, just because I liked Harrison mm-hmm. Ford a lot, and that was a wow. that's another Anne Hage film, right? Yeah, yeah, and she is she's dead, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she died. She lived was, in that movie. Anne Hage died. Um, okay, so I have my picks last. I don't know how popular they're going to be, but I I will say that um, Nick has taken one of mine, which was Saving Private Ryan. Um, I will pivot and make a different pick because it is not on this list. And I think it should be oh. in, uh, Armageddon hmm. to not be on this list. I think is crazy. Giant movie in the summer of 98. Hmm. Uh, massive. Very realistic. Massive, massive. Here are my next two picks that I'm going to fight for my life to get them in the top 10. Um, can't hardly wait is a movie that I really, really like, uh, that I don't know if anyone, Andrew, Andrew, I'm sure you've yep. watched it now. Mm hmm. Uh, Jeff, have you seen this? I fucking hate that movie. I <laughs> knew it. I had a feeling that Jeff has either not seen this or does not like this movie at all. Oh, Who's in it? I, I think, was just uh, too old for that to is, be the guy for that movie. I, exactly, I get that. I'm, I, I just missed the mark on it. But yeah. Exactly what I was going to say is that for my age, when this movie came out, awesome. Yeah. Your age, when this movie came out, this movie fucking sucks. Why would anyone watch it? 100%. Um, lastly, one that I really love that, again, I don't know who else here watched it. 
uh, Nicholas Cage's Snake Eyes. <laughs> uh, have, are you guys familiar with Snake Eyes? Have yes. you seen this movie? Yes. No. I think I've seen it. I don't Let me look so. it up. It is a Brian De Palma. I don't know if he's deep in his like coke habit here or what. Dear but I don't know a way to explain what this is other than him slumping so hard in his career that I don't know that he ever pulls out of it. I love this movie. It's fucking insane. It is so insane. It looks crazy. It sounds crazy. The timeline is crazy. I love it. Snake Eyes is my final pick for this. A thing about Snake Eyes is really uh-huh. funny is that at the end of the film, there's a character that says a line about how they keep having a nightmare about their, their drowning, and it doesn't really make sense contextually. And uh-huh. the reason why it doesn't make sense is because it's in reference to what the scripted ending was that they completely cut because they either <laughs> ran out of time or money where this there's a, a massive storm happening throughout the whole film and it never really pays off in any way. There's yeah. supposed to be like a giant tidal wave <laughs> that hits the casino that they're in. So like it makes sense that he maybe would have almost drowned, but it just never happens in the film. However, since they don't shoot films linearly, they had to keep <laughs> it in because it was just they had already <laughs> shot that sequence. So it's a really weird throwaway to a moment that never happens in the film. It's very it odd. Is, it's like it's Data mo- talking about the octopus in the in the Goonies. Exactly. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Gavin, that you ever seen Snake Eyes? No. That's a no, I'm going to assume. Uh, Can no one hear me? Gavin, are you here? Gavin. <laughs> what the fuck happened to Gavin? <laughs> Oh, oh no! <laughs> can 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 no one hear me? No, no. Oh, no. oh I was wondering why if you ignored me for at the last. All, no one's heard a word no. you can say. Dude, the last ten minutes, everything I said, no one gave a shit about. <laughs> no one answered my questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Haven't heard a, lot. a word you've been saying. Oh, I know. Thought I it was crazy. I just, Thought maybe I just... you were just like <laughs> mad about the picks and yeah. didn't want to talk. Do you want to give us <laughs> a recap point. of what we missed? Yeah. Yeah, what have you been saying? Yeah, anything from, I would say from when you made your pick of Lockstock, after that, have not heard you say a word. So yeah, you've been, you've been real fucking lazy here? in the content. Oh, I was then. talking about the roller skates clip when uh, when Eric said can't hardly wait. I was like, oh, who's in that? And then he went, <laughs> anyway, my next pick is Snake. <laughs> 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 what happened? <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, you cut out as soon God as you reacted damn. to me asking if you saw the, the basketball clip. That's where yeah. we left you. Yep. Yeah, I was talking about how he, he was. Oh, never mind. It, it's, 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, Interesting. All right. Can't awesome. Hardly Wait is wow. an ensemble cast with um, Seth Green, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, Ethan Embry. And a bunch of other people that uh, were in movies in the 90s and then yeah. the year 2000 happened and none of them were in movies anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. It their like, last hurrah. Yeah. Very like teen comedy with like the cast is huge. The cast is like so big. But um, yeah, I think it was just it's a movie that I was the right age for when it came out. So anyway. Fair play. Uh, Andrew, do you want to read our list of selects? 
Okay, so we have we're down to our fifteen now. We have Blade, Dirty Work, A Perfect Murder, Truman Show, Basketball, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Return to Paradise, The X Files, Small Soldiers, Saving Private Ryan, Halloween H two O, Six Days, Seven Nights, Armageddon, Can't Hardly Wait, and Snake Eyes. Do we want to look at the uh, the remaining list of films that we're about no. to get rid of? Yeah, I don't care about the remaining list, but we can. The losers? Well, well, yeah, fuck no, it. Let's go back to well, Let's look well, no, the through losers, but like, is there anything like maybe somebody wanted picked that didn't end up getting picked or that they thought would make it that, that didn't oh, make I it? I 100% thought that you were going to say Airbud Golden Receiver. I absolutely thought if that. If that helps. Mm -hmm. like, I absolutely thought it. you were going to pick that. So. I will say I would like to give some shine to Wrongfully Accused, which is okay. a Leslie Nielsen Naked Gun style comedy. Oh. Uh, I think it is hilarious. It's really high up on my list. Um, and they just don't make movies like that anymore. It's true. It's impressive. Like the joke, every scene has at least one joke in it. Yeah. I'd say it's like probably a seven second average. And for me, at least a lot of it landed in wrongfully accused. And I just think Leslie Nielsen is so funny. But I think that that's the beginning of the end. Like Leslie Nielsen, like ushered that era in and also yes. out. I think it's it, that was actually <laughs> after he started Arrow. It may have been like a bright spot on an, on an otherwise ending. Era. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like that, like Dracula dead and loving it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Those uh, those nobody saw those old uh, movies like that that just that they're where their JPMs are just off the charts. Or I, we don't make film like that anymore. In a I think that's out. why I like basketball because it's definitely that yeah. vibe. It's the same people mm. I think as Naked Gun. Mm. Uh, I'm surprised by one film that didn't make it. I'll say, and that's Out of Sight. Just because that was a huge film when it came out, and it was yeah. like, it was like I just remember everybody losing their shit over it. I saw it, I thought it was okay. I didn't get it, but everybody was in love with George Clooney and uh, uh, J Lo uh, being yep. in love. That was the only thing that I know about that movie is that they is that they are in the movie. There's a scene I remember this one scene because it it always got quoted and played, but it was Jennifer Lopez going, "You wanted to tussle, we tussled." <laughs> it's it definitely it definitely was the only marketing in that movie hang on i just yeah. searched for it and it's just no no we gonna tussle first <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> that, that sucks <laughs> yeah it sucked oh my god uh gavin any anything on here that you're surprised didn't make it anything left over uh yeah i don't think so I will say people have a real fondness for there's something about Mary. I mm. don't necessarily. Uh, it doesn't but, hold up in my yeah. viewing. I had watched it for the first time as part of this experience. The only scene that stood out to me is still being really funny is when, um, and I'm blanking on his name. He's a stand-up comedian. He has one scene. He plays a hitchhiker. Harlan pitches, Ellison. Yeah, him. He he pitches. There's like a six-minute ab scene. I yeah. thought that was funny, but outside of that, nothing really helped. But that that was like a version. That was like an homage to his old scene in Dumb and Dumber, which was so much funnier, where he's the cop who drinks the piss in the beer bottle. You know, <laughs> <laughs> isn't Lee Evans in that? Mm hmm. He is. Yeah, he has. A, yeah. He plays a, an American, which is odd. Although he plays like a, an American playing a Brit, though, doesn't he? For a while. Yes. He starts yeah. out as just a Brit, and then it's revealed that his name is like Randy or something, and he's a pizza delivery guy. Lee Evans is a huge stand-up in the UK, and he just had a run in the 90s where he was just in so many movies. It's so weird to see him and stuff, like Mouse Hunt and Fifth Element and stuff. 
Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt. <laughs> oh, fucking great. Mouse, yeah. Hunt, Mouse Hunt is a phenomenal movie. I don't give a <laughs> shit what you say. So I'm right there with you, dude. Right there with it's you. Mouse so Hunt funny. and Rat Race. I'll watch all day long. You're, uh, just, you're, you're into just like rodent-themed films or what? <laughs> no, I'm just into that, that kind of film. That kind of ensemble, funny, silly film. Uh, by the way, I said his name was Harlan Ellison. It's Harlan Williams. Harlan yes. Williams, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Harlan Ellison's a much older actor. Yes, he is. Okay, I feel good about the list. Okay, uh, so how do we want to sort of approach this? Yeah. There, there are many ways this can go. Um, <laughs> there are films on here that I, I think, like I don't want to call anyone out, but there's certain films I, 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 don't, I don't think are Whoa. great. Oh. Call me out, well, do it. You no. pick small soldiers. Go ahead and let yeah, us know. Yeah, no, I know, <laughs> but I was, you got to, in reference, I was four in 98, I watched Small Soldiers <laughs> as like a five-year-old, and uh, as a kid, it, it was one of my favorites. I'd watch it all the time. I think there's some great voice work. The ending of that movie is fucking insane. There is a thing that is is burnt into my brain about that movie where the toys create this gun that fires AV cables, and I want to say it's like Phil Hartman, it's, it's one of the main characters, gets shot in the leg like four times with AV cables, and it like pierces his leg like bullets. Like, it's crazy. That movie is an insane <laughs> finale. Um, I understand why maybe it would get cut, maybe. but it is something for me. I mean, if we want to talk about things that might get cut, Snake Eyes, I think. What's is wrong with Snake total, Eyes? It is such an average film. Like, it is just like the, the definition of like totally decent cable movie. Like, it's a movie that when you're channel surfing, you'll watch 30 minutes of if it's on, but like, you're not. Nobody's pumped about Snake Eyes. Okay, I will say that... Oh, Gary Sinise I, is in it? Oh, he's yeah, he good is. in it. He's really good in it. I will say that um, I have watched Snake Eyes mostly on cable <laughs> it's, in 30-minute chunks. <laughs> yes. So I will, I will concede that point. <laughs> However, I don't think that takes it off the top 10. I think that Snake Eyes is a very serviceable, like, number eight film. Can I, can I throw one out there that we could get rid of? Let's sure. Do we start the lobbying. Uh, this is going to seem out of left field. And uh, actually, I'll explain it like this. I, uh, the movie The X-Files Fight the Future came out on my birthday, June okay. 19th, 1998. I was living in New Jersey. My friends and I were very, very, very excited. The X-Files, you guys were a little younger, so it may not have... You may not have experienced it in the time like we like I did, but the X Files was kind of a very cultural zeitgeist film. It was it had a huge or I'm sorry, television show. It had a huge following, a lot of love, a lot of enthusiasm for it, and uh, we every it was appointment. It was like prime appointment viewing. You would be home to watch uh, the new episode of X Files so that they could edge you, and you'd be disappointed because they would never they, they would never address the larger story they did this thing where they would have 20 episode seasons or 22 episode seasons the first two episodes would reference the overall story the you know the overall plot mm -hmm. the 11th and 12th episode would like at the mid-season break and then the tw 19th and 20th or the 21st and 22nd episode would and all the other episodes were filler and so you had to go through a whole fucking season to get like maybe four episodes where they were advancing the actual storyline x-files fight the future promised to, to address that and 
and fill in the gaps and advance the storyline in a way they couldn't on television. And so we were all extremely excited about it. There was a 9 a.m. showing the day it came out, but it was an hour and a half away. So my friends and I all got up at like 6 a.m. <laughs> and drove an hour and a half deep into New Jersey to go to this special theater that was showing it at 9 a.m. We were the only people in the theater. We were afraid we wouldn't be able to get in. Uh, apparently, we were the only people that were that excited about it. And then that movie did not deliver in any way. And it really bummed me out. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Can I... Can I make the case for the X-Files? Like, that sucks. Like, I'm sorry you had that experience. I'm it's just they me, didn't answer the questions. They didn't solve. They said they were going to, like, prove that aliens existed, and then they didn't. Oh, they definitely did. And then they referenced it like they UFO did. No, there's, like, a, a scene, there's a scene where you think a <laughs> UFO flies away, but the, nobody else sees it but Mulder. Yeah. And then you're like, and you're like, so the world doesn't know, right? So you didn't really do anything other than you confirm that aliens existed. He already fucking knew aliens existed since his sister got kidnapped in the first fucking episode <laughs> that we've been dealing with for like eight fucking years. It was oh, such, is... it was such a limp dick fucking <laughs> way so to handle sorry. that. And then the next season, I'm like, well, I can't wait to see what happens the next season. First episode comes up, fucking Scully goes to Mulder and goes, well, what do you want to do now? You already proved that aliens exist. And it's like, you didn't prove aliens exist to anybody but you, asshole. Nobody else in the world knows aliens exist. Where the fuck is the, like, come on. The rest of the government's still like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, creepy Mulder. Aliens don't exist. Like, it was bullshit. It was such a fucking bait and switch. Anyway, so, if you guys like it, that's fine. Well, no, this is, this is, from my perspective, I had never seen The X-Files. Like, it was something that, as I was a kid growing up, it was so, like, cultural. It was just part of the culture. Yeah. I never watched it because I was too scared of the intro of the show. It would genuinely <laughs> creep me out. I'd, like, run out of the room if I ever heard it. So I went into this never seeing anything related to The X-Files. I was so, like, out of the loop. I thought the characters' names were Muldry and Sully, and I thought he was Sully. <laughs> I was like, not only were the names wrong, they were applied to the wrong people. Like, I was just completely off. And in the movie, it's baffling because I assumed, like, going in, I thought that, okay, the show is done and they've now released this big movie at the end of it. And so I'm watching it and they're talking about how, like, they need to still confirm aliens exist. Or there's this tone of, like, that aliens being a thing is not commonly accepted amongst the government. And I thought, what was this fucking show? Like, I assumed every episode of the show was them dealing with an alien situation. Like, it was baffling to me that that was no. a thing that had yet to be confirmed. Which, what was even crazier to me was learning that this was not at the end of the series, that no. the movie is like the bridge between season five and season six, which yeah. is insane when you think about the context of what tv viewing was in the 90s there is no video on demand like there is no if you miss the episode and you didn't happen to record it there is no way to see it so, so you're like basically the, asking people to remember what happened in those seasons but as somebody who was an adult in that time frame that's just how the world worked and we yes. all understood it and we played by the rules you, <laughs> exactly no like seriously you that's why appointment viewing was appointment viewing Everybody had to be home to watch Buffy or X-Files or whatever when it came on. Because if you missed it, you had to hope you could catch it in summer reruns. Yeah. And so people put a lot more weight into, like, people prioritized TV in a different way back then because it wasn't available like it is now. I suggested that, uh, well, I talked to you, Jeff, about Chuck Klosterman, who's one of my favorite writers. He wrote a book Love about him. the 90s. Yeah. Great book. I read that, by the way. Yeah. I'm going through it right now, and that's sort of what they talk about. Like, if you missed a show in the 90s and you didn't record it, 
your essentially only option to see it is to go to an archive in New York or Los Angeles and schedule a personal recording no. or viewing of it. I mean, that, that's why I, I started praying for the episode of The Mask to come back on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And by the way, nobody's doing that. What Chuck is describing there is what journalists do when they need to research or something. Yes. Most normal human beings just wait for yeah, like that. Yeah, that was just not part of, like, if you missed it, who cares, was sort of yeah. the sentiment at the time. So the, just to me, the notion that they would be willing to, like, intersect seasons of a show with a movie under the expectation that you saw all the show post and after, like, that's just wild. But it was a safe assumption. Sure. Yeah. And it did extremely well. Which is why I was so, that's why I looked into it, because it's like, wow, this was one of the highest grossing movies in the summer of 98. Uh, why didn't they do a sequel? And then realizing, oh, they made like 10 more seasons or like five more seasons of a show post it airing. I just think it's such a cultural, like for me, it's a weird factor of like, what is a good movie and what is a good summer of 98 movie? Like they're different measurements. So I think my yeah. argument for having the X-Files in the top 10 is it is so 98. It is so the summer of 98. I mean, it was an event. I drove an hour and a half to go see it. So you have to, I just, I just found the movie to be such a fucking letdown. And all my friends did too. We were all just like, we just felt like we'd been duped. And it was so That's, depressing. Yeah. On totally birthday, fair. No less. I think I turned uh, 23 so that year. Oh no. That sucks. Like I... I get it was it. four months. It was three months before I moved back to Austin. And who knows? That may that movie may have been so bad that it may have colored my opinion of New Jersey. It may have been part of why I left New Jersey <laughs> to come back to Texas. In that respect, if that's true, then we should put it on the list because it gave me a career out of Russia. What about instead of like picking apart what we <laughs> we think should be cut? Are there movies that we feel definitely will be on the list? Like uh, I feel Truman Show definitely on the yeah. list. I think yeah. true. I think Truman Show's on the list. Saving okay. Private Ryan, I think, definitely is definitely on the list. list. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Lockstock has got to be on the list. Really, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like Lockstock is like a lesser snatch. Like I feel like Lockstock Whoa. is fun. Oh, for but what it, it made is. so many people though. Yeah, yeah, and there wouldn't have been a snatch if it wasn't for Lockstock. Lockstock was a huge deal when it came. It's out. a great movie. I just think like it's when compared to like his work that follows, not as good. But that, would be my that hasn't happened yet because we're in the summer of 98. Those <laughs> things don't exist. How can you compare it against uh, things that haven't been? Invented? Well, I'm, I'm evaluating based on my perspective now because I was four mm. in the summer of 98. <laughs> so I can't. You weren't a big Vinny Jones fan when you were four? I wasn't. No, that was later. Mean Machine? Great Vinny I remember Jones being. Movie. I remember finding it so weird that a footballer was in a film. That was just <laughs> unreal to me at the time. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Is Vinny, is that? Yeah. Was he a footballer? Yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a Premier League footballer. What? What? I didn't know yeah. that. You didn't know that? Yeah. That's crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. When it was, and then when he was in X-Men, I was like, what is happening? Wait, <laughs> like, what? wait, wait. What, what is happening? I had yeah. no idea about that. I didn't know. What? That's, That's fucking crazy. That's how we got to start. My dad used to know him, actually. He was like a, involved in his pre-Premier League football club. He was Jones played professionally as a defensive midfielder from 1984 to 1999. Yeah. Yep. That's where I knew him from. Dude, I, I know him from Snatch and Lockstock <laughs> and Mean Machine and Gone in 60 Seconds. Here, here's what I'll say. I'll say one last thing uh, just to, in my, uh, I guess, promoting Lockstock onto the list. This is the last thing I'll say about it is it ushered in a new era of film. Like it That's created gritty, hard, like funny crime, hard boiled crime movies again. It was the th it, like it literally launched that whole genre that was pretty healthy for about 15 years. 
Yeah. What about like Reservoir Dogs? Like I feel like the knock, like the the thing people say about Guy Ritchie is he's just knocking off Quentin Tarantino, like that style of movie. I don't see that at all. I think they're you don't you don't feel that way. Okay. Nah. The the guy I used to work with too also did the slow mo on Lockstock. There's like a Photosonics film slow mo shot at the beginning. Like one uh-huh. of the reasons we got put on like Sherlock Holmes and stuff was because he did that. Oh. Hmm. That's cool. I think I think of what we have here, I think we could probably I think it could be one that we consider to be on the list. I think it's on if Andrew's not totally sold on it, I think it's on the bubble. But are there any other ones? Like, I think Armageddon should, def- should Armageddon definitely be on the list. Armageddon should definitely be on the list. I, yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, dirty Work? Yes. I think Dirty Work yeah. is on the yes. list. Yes. I think Dirty Work is on the list. I so think Best Blade is made. on the list. <laughs> yes. Blade. Uh, I think Blade is on the list as well. I also think Basketball is on the list. I agree. Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Blade had the best fucking Blade had the best action star line ever that I've ever seen in a film. After after Wesley Snipes kills uh what is it Stephen Dorff, I believe mm-hmm. is who mm-hmm. the bad guy is. After he kills him uh and he kicks his ass or whatever, he goes, "Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill." That he is the coolest that fucking he yep. improv that, dude. That's the coolest fucking thing to say. Yep. <laughs> I think it's like, it's just such a cool, it's such a cool line in such a cool movie from such a cool character that like, it makes it, it totally, you're able to walk away and go like, I remember that one fucking part. Like that's the coolest shit in the world. Also it helps it a lot. There was another thing where uh, Donnell Logue is in that movie. And before it came out, he was, he had kind of become famous for an independent film that came out called the Tao of Steve oh, yeah. where he was like a really he was like a school teacher I want to say um and it's an independent film and but he's a really like soft likable sweet guy and he everybody kind of fell in love with him as that character and then Blade starts and he's got a <laughs> fucking knife in his hand and he's like I stuck him I stuck him with my pig sticker and you're like what the fuck <laughs> this is a totally different dude he's wearing like leather and shit and that was yeah. like it was an awesome reveal Yep, I I think his intro to that movie is him in a blood rave getting a double blowjob and like a shower yep. stall. Yep. Like oh yeah, yep. one of the best intros to any movie. I would uh, say, like I oh. think about the Blade intro all the time. This is one of those things that'd be hard for us to do, but we should do a best movie intro ever draft because I've got strong oh, opinions. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's a cool idea, and we should finish this one first. Yes, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to stop. You don't want to put pause on this and then immediately go research <laughs> and then film that. Uh, no, I think okay. I'm, I'm also. I think I, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to leave this video in Discord for us to watch later. It's just a compilation of Vinnie Jones fouling people in the premiere. <laughs> can I, uh, that's can I, awesome. That's can I so share great. my embarrassing Vinnie Jones fandom? Yeah. When, when I was like 12 or 13, I'm going to post it in in the chat right now. A poster for this movie. I thought this was the coolest action movie of all time. And looking back on it, it is so embarrassing. It is so cringy. The film is called Blast. It is an Eddie Griffin led action comedy oh, with awesome. Brecken Meyer as his like Dude. co-star. And Vinnie Jones plays the villain in it. It is so bad. But Wait. at the time, as a kid, I thought it was the coolest fucking movie. When did this come? When did Blast come out? It was like, I would say mid thousands, mid two thousands. I mean, if Brecken Meyer, isn't it? Yeah, and it was Ooh, 2004. 
It was made by a studio and a company that specifically would make DVD fodder for Blockbuster. Like that was entirely their business. Uh, it is an obscure film that I love that is so cringy now because it's just knowing how f- cool I thought it was when it is so bad. It's so cheesy. I think I I only ever saw Eddie Griffin in in Undercover Brother. Was that oh, yeah. Thing I saw <laughs> There's a scene in this movie where Eddie Griffin soccer kicks a grenade like he does the back jump soccer kicks a grenade and then stands up and says, we're playing soccer in the hood now. And then like posing. <laughs> it is so bad. Oh, can we schedule a viewing and watch that? Because I've never heard of it. <laughs> I want to watch seems, that so bad. Seems like a perfect. Seems like the perfect next movie for us to watch together. Oh, that's Gracie, great. can you make a note for that, please, so that we remember to watch for some reason. Watch Blast. Thank you. Uh, okay, uh, we have that noted. So right now we have six movies that we know are going to make it. Blade, okay. Dirty Work, Truman Show, Basketball, Saving Private Ryan, and Armageddon. Are there any others on here that we feel like will definitely make it? It sounds like you guys really want Lockstock, so I'm I'm fine with that. Like, well, let's hold a, off. What okay. if you like? What if we put bubble? What if we put bubble in a different color? Like bubble okay, I can. Uh, yeah, I'll do. Uh, I'll do like a blue. Okay. Uh, I, I'm. I'll make the case for Halloween H two O. Ooh. Because that was another one that was kind of a big deal. We hadn't had a Halloween movie in a while. It was a return of Laurie Strug, and uh, it was uh, it was another movie that I have that w- my friends and I eventized. We went, we got so excited about it, we went and we took pictures with all the ushers at the movie theater, and then uh, like made a scrapbook out of it later. I will say, I'm fine with it being on the bubble. I don't particularly like it. I don't no. think it's a good film. I don't think that it's even in terms of like Halloween. I don't think that it's like one that I would ever go back to. However. No. In the summer of 98, the mm-hmm. lead up to that, the marketing for that, uh-huh. it was inescapable. The amount of stuff that I saw for fucking Halloween H2O, that that is a, that's like a touchstone, like a zeitgeist thing for me, where it was, I just couldn't get away from it. So I don't, I don't love it. I will, I think on the bubble Dude. is fine, but it's definitely a 1998 thing. It had such a fucking cast. First off, it was, I think, 20 years since it had been a Halloween movie, right? Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. like The Return. Yes. But it had, obviously, had Jamie Lee Curtis in it. It had Adam Arkin in it. It had Michelle Williams. It had uh, a Janet Cool Lee. Ella Cool J was in it. Janet Lee was in it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in it. It was a yep. pretty wild cast. He died by ice cream. I think Ella <laughs> Cool J is the was best Was that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Josh Hartnett's in it, too. What? Yeah, yeah Josh, Josh oh, Hartnett's... Uh, He's like the main guy. He's like her son in the movie. He's like the guy in it. The guy from Oppenheimer? The guy from Oppenheimer is Halloween H2O. (laughs) Hot scientist is in Halloween H2O. (laughs) Wow. The main takeaway, I watched that movie maybe like four or five months ago for the first time. Mm -hmm. And and what I remember is that LL Cool J wrote romantic novels on the side. And that was just like my favorite part of that whole movie is like his side story with his wife writing romance novels at work. That was also at the height of LL Cool J, the movie actor, which I love sure. in that era of his career. Oh, some great movies. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Deep so Blue Sea is the one. That's the one. That's yeah. the movie. That's the one. Yep. Charlie's no, Angels. Sure. Um, okay, any other here that you feel like are bubble movies that you're so-so on? I feel like X-Files is a bubble movie. Yeah. Because I can go either way on it. I get it, but like also it. it does. it really does. I, it's, it's okay to add it. It's fine. It's a, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. If everybody else is on board, I mean, okay. 
it was a big deal to me. It was just, it's just, I'm, I'm dealing with the per, the personal disappointment of the mm. film, um, but that shouldn't affect how successful it was in the theater. So we're at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, including our bubble movies here. I would be willing to give up Return to Paradise. Uh, it's just, it's a movie I watched recently. It's a movie I'd never heard of. And I think the moral hook of that story is really fascinating. And I, I found it to be an intense watch. But I don't, I don't think anyone else outside of Jeff has seen it. So I'm not necessarily going to fight for it to be in the top 10. I just wanted to give it some attention as a movie. I it's the it Walking was... Phoenix one, right? Yeah, it's Walking yeah. Phoenix, yeah. Vince Vaughn, uh, the, the Anne Heche. Um, I, all, all I remember is Walking Phoenix with long hair. So, so the premise of the movie is it's like Vince Vaughn and Walking Phoenix and this other guy are in Malaysia to just like get fucked up essentially and party all summer. And so they become friends and they do that. And then Vince Vaughn and the other guy leave and Walking Phoenix is going to leave a little bit later. And then two years pass and they don't keep in touch at all. You know, as like you have those friendships that that work that way. And then a lawyer gets in Vince Vaughn's car and tells Vince Vaughn that the day they left, the police came because they rented a bike that they didn't return. And the guy wanted it back. And they found like over 100 grams of hash in the place they were living at. And that what the Joaquin Phoenix character has been in prison for the past two years. And that unless some of them are willing to come back, he will be hung in eight days. And so they have to decide if the two guys that left, if one of them comes back, they will have to serve six years in a Malaysian prison. If they both come back, it'll be three years each. But if they don't, then he will die. Jesus. And it's them like experiencing like kind of the floor falling out of your life, like having no idea any of this happened and then having a week to decide what you're going to do in this scenario. And if you're comfortable, like just it's it brings up so many interesting questions. And I, I think it's so intense at times, like deliberating what the choice will be. And I had never heard of it. So I just I, I wanted to give it some attention because I thought it was a really well-made movie. It's a fantastic movie. Um, I feel like Six Days and Seven Nights and Return to Paradise. You, you got to pick one or the other. We can't have both. <laughs> I think Six Days, Seven Nights is just a bad movie, personally. Yeah, you, you can go. Return ahead. to Paradise is definitely better. Yeah, Take it out back. <laughs> get out back put two between you know his eyes wild about six days seven nights is danny trejo is in it but he mm. he has no dialogue and uh uh what's the name of that actor he's in training day he's played like every ethnicity he's a great oh, actor i know you're talking about uh, what's his name? his name i think he's a new zealand actor he's been in so many things he's in sunshine he's in training day Cliff, is it Cliff Curtis? Cliff Curtis, yeah. He is also in Six Days, Seven Nights with zero dialogue. It was like before he was famous. They play like pirates that attack the main characters on the island, and they have one scene in the whole movie. So it's just, it's wild when you watch it, seeing these actors that are notable later that have like zero presence in that film. But are um, I think that Can't Hardly Wait is better than Six Days, Seven Nights, Small Soldiers Return to Paradise and, uh, and A Perfect Murder. I think Can't Hardly Wait should make it. We are looking at a nine and Can't Hardly Wait. If it's not going to make number eight, I think it could solidly make number 10. I'm happy to eliminate a perfect murder. I don't know that anybody else has seen it. And uh, it definitely wasn't like a huge deal when it came out. I think a perfect murder is a better (laughs) version of Snake Eyes. Like, I think they're both like fun popcorn cable movies. Uh Uh-huh. I will say the wildest thing about Snake Eyes is so many scenes take place in the first person 
It's yes. crazy. Yes. Like, it's yes. such an insane yes. creative choice that doesn't... Uh-huh. But I think overall, Perfect Murder is a better movie, but... Do you think that... Uh, but I think Can't Hardly Wait, I'd rather put on the list than Snake Eyes, and I would put Can't Hardly Wait above pretty much everything else that hasn't made the list yet. Like, Six Days, Seven Nights, Small Soldiers. I do think Can't Hardly Wait was a big deal, and definitely was, like... It was probably the biggest teen summer movie that year. I agree. And, like, it is... It's one of those... Like, it's my... To Eric's generation, I guess, it's their, it's my, it's their breakfast club. And so... um I think it deserves to be on the list. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So small soldiers not making the list. Damn. Well, I, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait I, a second. I, I, listen, you think small off. soldiers belongs on this I list? I think small soldiers is better than Halloween H two O. I would take wow. Almost, I would I would take small soldiers over Halloween H two O. I would take Snake Eyes over Halloween H two O. I would take a perfect murder over Halloween H. I would take almost all these movies over Halloween H two O. Now we're wow. talking. I think now we're talking. See, I only okay. I'm just acquiescing on Halloween H two O just because it was such a touchstone. Like in like the like I just remember so much of it, but I don't like that movie at all. I don't. I don't know <laughs> if this should factor into it, but a thing with Halloween H two O was that like Jamie Lee Curtis only agreed to make it. I, I want to say and this is going off of memory, so I might be slightly wrong in this, but she would only do it if she got to kill Michael Myers. But then the guy that like owned the character forced a change and it caused like this whole drama on set because the, it they swap out. So like the Michael Myers character, he doesn't they think they kill him, but they don't kill him like he switches <laughs> outfits with somebody at the end. So like their compromise was that the Jamie Lee Curtis character thinks she's killing Michael Myers, but they wanted to continue to make those movies. So they set it up so he actually survives and, and moves on. So I feel like lessens it quite a bit for me i might just be biased because i am a huge fan of the halloween franchise and oh Haley they're Curtis great in that role and have watched them all a million times but it was also i mean if we're just going off like big summer blockbusters it was a pretty big one. Oh, um, for sure i always like it when the the lead actor wants to drastically have a, a huge effect on this plot line like when <laughs> sigourney weaver was like yeah i want to have sex with the alien though <laughs> 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 what yeah, apparently in Aliens, she wanted to, like, uh, die and bang the alien. And James Cameron was like, uh, here's, here's why we shouldn't do that. And then it just happens in, like, the next movie. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh. So are we putting small soldiers on the bubble? Gavin, do you have any strong feelings about small soldiers? Uh, I never saw it, but I remember, I, I remember being a kid and seeing the ads for it left and right. I'm pretty sure there was some Happy Meals for it. I feel like it I, was huge. <laughs> I felt too old for small soldiers in 1998 mm. and oh. i was 12 mm. yeah i was it, 10 yeah it is not a movie that like i have like no love for it whatsoever like none really truly uh, it does nothing for me i don't find <laughs> it to be funny i don't find it to be good i don't find it to be interesting it's ugly to look at uh, I, don't, I don't like the way anyone moves i don't like the way anyone looks I don't enjoy the movie whatsoever, but I, I am not the only one here, so I can't make the call, but that's one that I would like not put on this list. I was 10, so I loved it. I feel all Phil Hartman movies inherently have value, but I'm not going to simp for fucking small soldiers. So take no, it, it was. I don't care. Oh, no. For me, for me, like I had the game. I had the toys. It was also part of at that time period. I feel like kids movies that were great with their merchandising like between that and uh turbo man those those were just like jingle all the way 
like such great like I have such fondness of playing with those toys as a kid and th thinking it was so cool that this movie I liked I could have the physical toy from the thing. Did you have I a hate, Turbo Man? I hate the way this looks. Like genuinely despise yeah. the way this looks. <laughs> you mean the, you're like, talking about the, the, color, color, the color scheme? The color yeah. combination? Oh. Like like look at look at these like I just dropped a picture in the chat like our text channel. I hate this. That one I on the left looks like the guy from Galaxy Quest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this is this to me is a movie where people said, "Bro, you you saw Toy Story? What if the toys were like fucking twisted?" And that's the movie, and it sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, like I can't. That's fair. I just have such a fondness from it from yeah. my childhood. Yeah, the Gorgonites are just misunderstood. They are. Yeah, and they're supposed to be like He Man guys. Like, oh God, guys. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I, I see. It. Take it. Yeah. Off. <laughs> 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 Can we get rid of Six Days Seven Nights from our list? I'm sure. fine with that. I think oh, we're yeah. all on board with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with losing Snake Eyes if we can lose Small Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you taking me down with you? If we can lose, if we lose small soldiers, I'm fine with losing snake eyes. Once, uh, well, let's see. How many spaces do we have? We have four, five, six, seven. I think at this point, Lockstock makes it. It four, feels five, like you guys six, seven, are pretty into right, it. Nine, ten. We have 10 with our bubble movies. Okay. I think Halloween H2O should be cut, personally, before snake eyes or small soldiers. Okay. But I'm, I'm fine I'm, with that. Uh, okay. But, I mean, but, I have but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Small Soldiers does not belong on this list. No, it's better than Snake Eyes. <laughs> it is uh, better than Snake Eyes. I, I, listen, I'm a Nicolas Cage fan. I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan, and I think Snake Eyes is not a very good movie. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a Nicolas Cage fan at all, and I think Snake Eyes is fucking gonzo, <laughs> and it should make this cut. Have you ever watched it in one full sitting without Absolutely. ads? <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. I have. Realistically, like uh -huh. we're going back and forth between Snake Eyes and Small Soldiers. Uh -huh. Like I think we're both going to accept the fact that th that's probably like ten or nine. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. If, and if and if that's the case, there e like either one of those are ten or nine. Then I Listen. feel like Halloween H two O could be ten because it, if you left Small Soldiers and Snake Eyes off this list, I like ten is such a such like a negligible spot that. I have a real soft spot in my heart for small soldiers, but I don't think I necessarily feel as strongly about small soldiers as you do about snake eyes. So I'm okay with, I, I'm sorry to, 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 to hold up on defending the line, Nick, but I am okay. If you want to small, small soldiers is a better film than snake eyes. There you go. It's in. Uh, are we <laughs> too worried that in, in the U S uh, uh -huh. lock stock came out in March, 1999. Well, yeah, that's what we brought up originally. Oh, I didn't know. Wow, that. I made three and three point seven million dollars. <laughs> That's why Andrew did wide releases of the in, summer of '98, <laughs> and then this got added last minute. Well, let's just take it, it off. Let's just the, all right. Let's just take it off then. I, I it, it, the release date on IMDb or on Wikipedia, I guess, was the UK release date. Although yeah, twentieth of August '98, it made right. eighteen point nine million dollars. Uh, Lockstock yeah. is out, so let's just take it off. Wow, which means I think can't hardly wait makes it in. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, shit. And that means one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have nine 
not ca- was that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> yeah, nine, including Halloween H2O. Oh. What? <laughs> and the two that we're fighting for are small soldiers and snakes. I'm just sitting back for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, hmm. David Cross and Jay Moore and small soldiers. Yeah. That small does nothing for good. what get real. What who cares? It has know, a video game that yeah. was fun. There's there's chips. It's uh what's the guy that did Gremlins? It's one of his works. Yeah. Did Snake Eyes have it's, toys? I don't think so. Did, I no, don't it had Carla so. Gugino and Gary Sinise. Oh, and it we had, got Frank Langella. We got Frank had, Langella over here. It had Brian De Palma doing one scene over and over and over again from different perspectives, like his own Rashomon, but but none of it came together to really fulfill any kind of obligation or storytelling. It was fantastic. However, Nick Cage wearing this suit, unreal. What the fuck? Why? That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, it's a it pretty is good. good. Suit. It's a pretty. He's good really suit. good in it too. Like it is a great Nick Cage performance. Can we get that suit? <laughs> <laughs> what if? And I, I don't. I hate to do this, Nick, because we're we're, we're oh, linked no. in Small Soldiers. <laughs> what if we got rid of Halloween H two O and then just added Snake Eyes and Small Soldiers? What about how that? the fuck is Snake Eyes making it on the list when only one person wants it on the list? <laughs> No, no, That's it's a too. Great it's point. me, me and yeah. Gavin. Me and Gavin both want Snake Eyes. Gavin. I never said a single word about Snake Eyes. <laughs> Gavin, Gavin's over here. Gavin's over here. He wants Snake Eyes. You can tell by watching what he's doing that he wants Snake Eyes. Okay, let's take a vote. Let's take a vote. Who okay. wants Small Soldiers on the list? I do. I do. I, I do. Okay, and now who wants Snake Eyes on the list? Me. Gavin, uh, uh, me apparently. Gracie, it's tied. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like we're gonna be here all night. Uh, well, this is like picking a pope. Well, it's well, tough on. because here, like, here, I here. don't. Hey, Gra- hey, Gracie, would you rather see uh, small soldiers or snake eyes on this list? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh. Uh, I feel like I have to go with Snake Eyes because you are my boss. Yes! Okay, so we are t- Gavin and Gavin, which one would you rather see on this list? Small soldiers. Son yes! Of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Democracy ah. works! Yep. This sucks. Now, I just won the vote, but I do want to say I don't feel like I feel like passion should also be measured in this. Like it shouldn't always just be a majority decision dictating. But yeah, I agree. I'm putting snake eyes in green because it's money. How about this? How about this, Eric? How about how about snake eyes is our alternate 11th pick? If any of the other 10 can't perform their duties, (laughs) snake eyes gets to fill in. If we find out the Truman Show came out in January of 99. I mean, we already got rid of Lockstock, so you never know. There could be first off the bench. Okay. Is snake eyes. Our 10 right now. In no particular order, this is just what they're listed. Blade, Dirty Work, Truman Show, Basketball, X-Files, Small Soldiers, Boo, Saving Private Ryan, Halloween H2O, Armageddon, and Can't Hardly Wait. I think that's a strong list. Some great movies on that list. Okay. Does anyone have any strong feelings about number one? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it would be easier to go 10 
Yeah, I think let's, that's let's... instead of fighting for one immediately. I think okay. Halloween H two O has to. Yeah, be you got it. Right? Small soldiers in at no. number ten. Well, in yeah, number I'm, ten or uh, nine. I, I think X Files, but let's. But if you guys want to make small, soldiers, I just think fine. the cultural relevance of X Files makes it higher. I feel like X Files is way higher on the list. Yeah, it's a better movie, I think. If you're talking cultural relevance, then you got to stop shitting on Halloween because it had just as much cultural relevance in that time. Hmm. You think it was just as big? Yeah, that oh, yeah. movie though, or just the franchise? Both. Okay. Uh, I are we fine like small, sol- small soldiers at ten? That's no? fine. Sure. I'm okay. Yeah, with it. Cool. yeah okay. I'm not gonna fight. It's fine. on the list. Like wherever Actually, you want to put it. Guys, I'm it's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> we fought hard for ten. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, number nine. Anyone feel anything particular there for nine? X Files. I think X Files <laughs> should be top five. Whoa, top five! Wow, I think I think All right. at like five. Then uh, how about for number nine? How about Can't Hardly Wait? That movie sucks. I, I do okay. I don't <laughs> think it sucks, but I do think that it is a solid eight, nine, or ten pick to have Can't Hardly Wait there. I'm not against that. Yeah. I'm fine with Can't Hardly Wait at nine. I yeah. Here's my problem. I think there's one clear winner, and then I really don't give a fuck between two through ten. <laughs> what do you so. think? The clear, what, what do you think the clear winner is? I think it's pretty obvious the best movie from the summer of 1998 that's the clear champion is Dirty Work. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely. No. It's in the top three. I, yeah, I, don't I, think I, would, I would if put If it's in the top three, number it's number three. one. I think it, if it's in the top... It, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an argument, and this is maybe like a, both a positive and, and, in my opinion, a, a negative for this movie. I think it kind of weighs it down. I think Saving Private Ryan is an incredible movie, but it's not a 98 movie to me like i feel like you could release saving private ryan now and it would be one of the best movies of this year like it's not to me a real reference of that time period i think you could say the same thing about dirty work yeah i don't i don't know why you think a movie being so good you could release it now would be detrimental to its selection on this because list. i can to so me, see his point that because this is the summer of 98 this list. is the summer of 98 and like yeah that's why and saving the, private ryan is like a like a tantamount thing yeah. like it's huge in the summer of 98 sure it, it released then but i'm saying like when i think of 90s things i think of the x-files i don't think of saving private ryan then can't hardly wait should be like number two yeah i agree it's about as that it's, I would it's have like it, the movie go no like, but i'm saying i personally would have it higher i'm agreeing with you like i would have can't hardly wait probably like six no offense to you but that's just like your opinion man uh, yeah, totally. like, <laughs> a lot of people associate the summer 98 with saving private ryan I sure. Think, I think Saving I Private Ryan for me, Saving Private Ryan's number one on this list. And I mean, I I understand Dirty Work's not going to get number one. It's my number one, but I assumed Saving Private Ryan would be number one. That's what I thought. Really, was I, I did. I think there's a different movie that is number one personally. What, Basketball? It, huh? I mean, you think you think Blade is number one, Andrew? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think Blade. I think Blade's top five. That's what I thought he was thinking. I think Blade we've is got, a top five film. It sounds like we've got about nine movies that we all want to put in the top five. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, it is my opinion. That's all I have. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just stating like that's that was my perspective. Okay. Hmm. 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 Do we have one that we think should be eight? <laughs> what's uh what's number uh number so number ten is how about, how about number how, how about Halloween? Nobody like uh, put Halloween number eight. Yeah, I, I'm, I, fine. Yeah. I'm fine with I that. that. Yeah. Yeah, put, put all the stuff that barely made this list into the yeah, into right. these names. Get the fath out of the way. So we can Armageddon is seven. 
Are you Armageddon? serious? Armageddon yeah. is like number two. <laughs> no, Armageddon is, <laughs> is probably three under Truman Show. Mm, I think I, Armageddon. I I'm fine with Armageddon at seven. I'm, I, what? I'm not an Armageddon fan. I don't oh, think I'm not, it's great. I'm not a huge Armageddon no, fan, but that no. movie, Summer of 98 written all over it. Yeah, it's a massive fair. explosive fire font. That's true. I didn't that's see it until 10 years later. Yeah, I, I saw it much <laughs> later as well. So, like, I think that's a very valid point. I just, I think I would personally rank it, like, at seven. But yeah, I, and, I and you see you, where you're coming from. You always train drillers to be astronauts and not astronauts to be drillers. Here's, <laughs> here's my question. I have a question. Are we picking the best movie of 1998 or the movie that was, like, the best n- movie, I guess, emblematic of 98? Because I feel like we're going... We have two scales here. I think, yeah, I think that's what makes it tough is I think both scales, to me at least, have relevance. Yeah, I because I think Armageddon's not a very good film and I wouldn't want to watch it again, but it's hard <laughs> to argue that it wasn't like totally one of the biggest things in, in a, at least America in the summer of 98. Oh, internationally huge as well. Yeah, that's was, what I'm saying. It's like it's like number one, number two material. When was Deep Impact out? Wasn't that around the same time? Be- a little bit before came out like right before it. Same year. Okay. If I'm doing one, two, three, if I'm picking one, two, three, Saving Private Ryan, Armageddon, Truman Show. That's yeah. my one, two, three. I'm letting you know right now, that's how I feel about what we have on this list. Mine would be Dirty Work, Basketball, Truman Show. Wow. Oh, if, if Jeff's thinking basketball could be in top three, I'm absolutely fighting for basketball to be in top three. <laughs> <laughs> it's without any already my favorite film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine wow. would be... It- Truman Show, Dirty Work, Blade, my top three. Oh, Blade's so good. Mine Blade's up there too. Be Saving Private Ryan, Truman Show, Blade. Wow. Mm. I will say that I think we all picked Truman Show to be a top three. I think, I you're think right. Truman Show is one personally. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we all say it's top three, and it's the only one we agree on, it might be number one. All right, let's put it. Let's slot it in at number one right now, just to get it out of the way. So yeah, we can, that's a good so idea. We're working with. I, I, it really, Gavin, it's, it's a great, it's a great pick. And it really is to me, it's a, it's a number one. I feel uh, like it's one of those films where I just want to know more about the universe. Like I want to yes. know more mm-hmm. about the behind the scenes. It's like, I probably why I like Westworld and stuff where it's just like, yep. they, they don't over explain anything that's happening. It's just like, you get little glimpses. You're like, Oh, mm-hmm. I guess people are coming in through the, the elevators. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what you were saying, Jeff, I think it is the perfect balance of both those scales. Like to yes. me, it is a very 90s idea and how it's portrayed. And it's also just a fucking great movie. Like it, it hits both things for me. That's why I would have it at one. Okay. I think X-Files is a number five, number six on this list. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Put it at it six. could be anywhere in five, six or seven. Put it at six right now. Okay. I think that's fair. Like ge- you have a real genuine what? like what and deserved hatred of it. I think that <laughs> you just put Halloween ignoring. I was what also say. like I was a little bit older than y'all, so I, that's Are funny. Okay? I was uh, I was twenty three in the summer of ninety eight, so I, right. I still remember all this pretty well. Um, I would put basketball at a number four, number five, personally. Yeah, I think. Oh, so. I would yeah. love to see it at four. Well, let's put it at four right now. Yeah, let's do it four. That was the first film I watched that had. You know, the one joke every five seconds sort of thing that was also uh, just a filthy movie. And I just loved both aspects of that. Um, I think Dirty Work is a number five because I really do think two and three are Armageddon and Saving Private Ryan. I think Saving Private Ryan 
I'd put it at, f uh, hmm. I'd put it at five. Did you appreciate list. Saving Private Ryan in the 90s though, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Were you old enough? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Watching that movie, the scene where he's like, where it's like the knife fight with the Nazi and he's like pushing it into him yeah. is like in my yeah. fucking brain for the, until the day I die, it's in my brain. Yeah, Adam that, movie, that yeah. movie was like, it changed shit and is so big and so it was just such it was such a film it was huge huge all right my problem with that film is that it came out the year i got out of the military and it was probably the most realistic depiction of battle i've ever seen and i cried buckets through the entire film and i have never sat through the movie since anytime i, try, I tried to watch it at mm. bernie's house a couple of years ago and i just started bursting in tears and i couldn't handle it and i had to leave yeah it's just like that, that movie freaking... affects me in a way i just i don't i'll say i don't like it because of how upset completely understand yeah completely the, the shot the shots of the ramps coming down off the boats is yep. one of the most mm -hmm. disturbing scenes in Abs any film a hundred percent you just think like holy shit it's yeah. just yeah. so Everything's crazy a and, dice roll. and vin diesel's in it <laughs> not for long though <laughs> not for luck i so i Wait, submitted he's in it <laughs> i ranked every one of these and then i sent uh -huh. my list to tpg and tpg i'd love to include it at the end of this he okay. did like an, a reaction to every one of my picks <laughs> and he gave this fun this great fun fact about saving private ryan i guess when they were doing like the combat training for it vin diesel was notoriously shit at throwing fake grenades he was wow. awful at it and I don't know if they like had to change things because of it, but just everyone made fun of how bad he was at throwing the grenades. Mm -hmm. Terrible. That tracks. It does. So you wouldn't you wouldn't put Saving Private Ryan at number two? I think you guys have made some really great points for it. Like I'm not if it's there, I'm totally fine with that. I I think I'd personally have it a bit lower, but I think it's well deserved. It's like an amazing. I mean, if if amazing. Schindler's List was in this list, would it be at number one? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Put it at number two. Okay. Um, number three. It how how is it not Armageddon? Because dirty work exists. <laughs> and basketball oh, exists. That's that's nearly a reason. Blade exists. I feel like obviously Armageddon, huge ninety eight movie, everywhere, all over the advertising. But there's no way that holds up as anything worth watching now. I watched it in probably June. Still liked it. Uh, fun as hell. When they go to the strip club and they start telling the strippers that they're astronauts, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. There are so many good moments. It's it's a lot of fun. Even when Steve Buscemi just starts going ape shit. Yeah, it's look when, when it looks so nineties. The budget is way too high, but that's just what nineties movies were. They were just exorbitant, like they were ugly. Um, but like, man, it's really good. It's it's still like a really fun movie. Oh, it's also got the Aerosmith song, though. Oh, that yep. is just so, that is mm, so 98. I, I think I'd be okay with Armageddon at three if Dirty Work was four. I would oh, you're bumping five. basketball, huh? I can, see, I can see that, too. Yeah, I could live okay. with that. Yeah. I think we do have to Jeff. live with that. Okay. Yeah? Here's what's going to happen, and this is why this, when it's all said and done, we're going to have a good list. Uh -huh. I don't think any of us is going to be happy with the list at the end of it. Yes, and that's right. how you know, like, that's how you know you truly compromised. If nobody got their way, then we got a good list. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, his... I'm looking at this list, and I would skip a few and just go straight yeah. to <laughs> basketball if I had to watch any of these movies now. now. Like, some of these the movies thing. are heavy movies. That uh, puts Blade at seven. I don't like Blade at seven. Blade I don't like Blade at seven. Blade, but, switch Blade and X-Files. Yeah, yeah. I can live with that. I could, yeah, I would switch Blade and X-Files. Let's, yep. I can live with that. I, I now I don't want to p- continue to push it. Is Blade above basketball? <laughs> oh god, no. damn it! No. S- <laughs> okay. I don't know. It might be. It's so '90s and it's so good. Motherfuckers <laughs> can't skate uphill. It's so great. Oh, it's so good. The little fucking the, the, the big the, sticker. The hand gesture he does, like that weird fist bump thing in the leather suit. It's so good. It's so dumb. He is so fucking cool. He's but what so about fun. when Coop and Rima make out under the Malakalaka board? <laughs> <laughs> what about when fucking Lem from the Shield thinks he's going to a party and is having mm-hmm. a great time and then fucking blood pours from the ceiling from all the that sprinkler heads it is and they truth. go crazy and he's terrified. It is such a memorable intro. Oh, it's so good. Blake one is Lim- so good. Head. That dude was awesome. He was a good actor. Oh. He's great. He's great in everything he's in. He was great in that show, too, man. Oof. So good in the show. Yeah. No, I, let's go alphabetical. Basketball, Blade. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think basketball is above Blade. Oh. <laughs> I do, too. And okay. I have a Blade tattoo. I, that that says well, a lot. You know what? I'm going to get a Lazy Boy tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, do Matt Stone and Trey Parker like basketball? I don't think so. I assume that okay, I think they were. I don't think the they like each as, other. <laughs> <laughs> they were making it just for shits and giggles between South Park episodes, right? They were like barely awake the whole movie because it's not like they didn't write it or anything, right? Ev- oh, they did everything. I think they did everything. I've read is that they hated all the movies that they made and they hated the process of making films. Yeah, and it almost directed, it almost destroyed their relationship. I think directed uh, by David Zucker, writers David Zucker, Robert Lokash, and uh, Lewis Friedman. Oh it's wow, not written by them. It's not. I assume they wrote and directed. Oh, no, no, it was yeah, it was the Zuckers. Or yeah, I guess they one did of or, the Zuckers. they did Orgasmo and uh, Cannibal the Musical. Oh yeah. Uh, it says on IMDb that they agreed to do the movie. <laughs> Because with the assumption that by the time filming began, South Park would be canceled. <laughs> wow. Budget budget twenty-five million. Box oh. office seven million. Oh. There you Man. go. Well, maybe okay. we'll go block out box office. What did Blade make? Did it make more so. than seven million? <laughs> okay, so here's our top ten list as uh picked by us. Number ten. Small Soldiers. Number nine, Can't Hardly Wait. Number eight, Halloween H2O. Number seven, The X-Files. Number six, Blade. Number five, Basketball. Number four, Dirty Work. Number three, Armageddon. Number two, Saving Private Ryan. And our number one pick for the summer of 98, Truman Show. I think that's a good list. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not happy with it. I'm Uh, not happy at all. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that means it's a good list. Yeah. What would you change? change? (laughs) What What would would I change? You're asking, what would I change? Yeah, what would you both flip? What would make you happier? Saving Private Ryan would be number one. Armageddon would be number two. Truman Show would be number three. Uh, Blade. uh, mm, The rest of it's probably fine. Small Soldiers would not be on the list. Snake Eyes would be on the list. Uh, 
Well, Snake Eyes is first off the bench. It's true. If, Number if, 11, Snake Eyes. If can't hardly wait, can't uh, fulfill their obligations, then Snake Eyes is in. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, what Gavin, about you, any Jeff? thoughts? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I, can't, I can't argue any further with this list. Yeah. I, I, would, I would probably, I think one and two could easily swap for anyone, but I'm very happy with Truman Show number one. I think it's fair. I think it's a fair choice to have Truman Show at number one. I, it's not what I would put there, but I think by <laughs> virtue of us all putting it top three, it deserves if, to if, be there and making this list. If you don't know it's coming, when he crashes the boat into the wall, it's such a <laughs> shocking moment. <laughs> it's such an amazing moment. It also is interesting to watch now. Like, I watched it for the first time maybe, like, two or three years ago. And just the living in a world where, like, vlogging wasn't a thing. Like, the way that they talk about it is so interesting now to, like, watch it within a modern context. Of, like, the, the amount of, of work they do to essentially create a vlog is fascinating. Mm-hmm. That is pretty yeah. much what it is, huh? huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this entire, like, they could not predict that people would willingly just do this. And <laughs> Such a good point. <laughs> do it voluntarily. Yeah, like, it's so much effort and money for a thing that people would do. But then it creates a question of, like, how influential was the Truman Show in vlogging as an idea? Mm-hmm. Like, did that have an impact in the culture going forward? I think it must have. I think it would, I would too. think so, yeah. Um, yeah, there's people in the bath watching people live. <laughs> I live there. <laughs> that's my summer home yeah their name is andrew yeah. all right well this has been uh this has been a lot longer this took longer than i thought it was uh but none of it i think is bad i think all of no. it is very like this is strong yeah, yeah i was worried that this would go by too quickly but this was a great recording and thank you guys so much for, for thanks for willing, uh, being willing to do this together this. andrew yeah, thanks, yeah this is a really great idea andrew what awesome. a year, what a summer. What a great summer this was. The last good year, 1998. <laughs> Don't tell oh, that to 2013. Yeah, I do, I do think there is an argument for 2013 as being that, a really good year. That's okay. So for context of people who are listening to this, and I don't think we talked about it in this episode, but right before, um, Jess and Erica on our sales team have been uh, having a debate sort of outside of our summer of 98 stuff where they think that 2013 is the year that they're very like, like, Oh, that's what I missed. And all like these things around 2013. Cause, and- cause here's why I'm, mm-hmm. I'm floating down the river. I've got mm-hmm. a beer in my hand and uh get lucky by Daft Punk is playing out of someone's speaker. Not- and it's oh, just bad. like, good year. Uh, that's good pretty and it's good. just like, wow, well, you know, this is, this is that's good. Everything's fine. Good. Uh, Take me back. Blurred lines was everywhere. It was Ugh. inescapable. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Abs- absolutely inescapable. Just threw uh, up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2013 had a couple of songs, or had like some like music and everything. But if you go to like the movies of 2013 and then you look at s- just summer of 98, insane the difference because 2013 doesn't hold a candle to this. Blurred, blurred lines went diamond. Yeah, dude. Ma- massive. Un- un- what is diamond? 10 platinums. Yep. Wow. wow. It was huge. I mean, I don't think people understand how big it was. Massive. And then sued uh, for the rights. <laughs> anyway, Andrew, you should take us out from this. Do a little, a nice little outro. 
I will take us out. I will before I do the outro. I just you know how they have those like DVDs where it's like four films in one, like those budget DVDs. Okay. Imagining our top four is a four pack is a wild ride. That's Truman a good one. Show, Saving Private Ryan, <laughs> Armageddon, and Dirty Work. You're touching. There's a lot of range in that four pack. You're getting a real it. experience. Well, this has been the Summer '98 Movie List. Thank you so much, you guys, for for going through this process with me. We're all unhappy. But I think that makes us happy as a collective, which is yeah. great. Uh, if you watch this, please let us know what your top 10 would be. Would you have Snake Eyes? I bet you won't. What? Enjoy <laughs> the next piece coming up, which will be the music of 98, which I have no idea how that will go. Poorly. Bye. That was terrible. <laughs> that was, I, I really like my intro to it better than Gavin's. <laughs> Outro, I would say as bad, if not worse. Wow. At least the closing Ooh. part. I didn't know how to end it. As bad as mine? I think so. It was pretty oh, I bad. Didn't think, I didn't think it was was what I think mine. it was great up until the end. I really I think botched it was really the last five percent. You yeah, you teased the last piece of content. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that I was think insane. you got in your head a little bit. Yeah. I yep. did. I was nervous. Bye. <laughs> It's your boy TPG. It's Wednesday, July 19th. Someone's lawn mowing outside. I got a craving for a quesadilla. And the legend Andrew Panton just sent me the list of the 1998 movies, which we will be looking at right now. Let's go ahead. We're opening it up and we're off. All right. Number one in the ranking, I see, is The Truman Show. Classic. Goaded. What else do you need to be said? The fact that this movie impacted a generation. Peter Weir, underrated director, obviously. Jim Carrey. You know, Jim Carrey actually has a very strange autobiography, like sci-fi head trip of a book that I would recommend. Definitely check that out. Dirty Work, number two. Massive face energy. Saw this in the theaters. Great call. Blade, number three. Best superhero opening ever made. Introduced me and my whole family to techno. Iconic one-liners sick fighting probably david goyer's best writing just a dope movie private ryan dope movie fun fact i saw this uh screen at the arrow in los angeles on film and they were talking about the legendary boot camp that people went to and adam goldberg was there and he told this story how our boy vin toretto himself could not throw a grenade like, he didn't have the throwing ability in his body, and it was very stressful. So, sorry to put that out there, Dom. Wrongfully accused, I don't know what that is. I should watch it. Massive cred gap. Out of sight, Soderbergh. Great flick. I saw this at a sleepover. I didn't really understand what was going on. Can't hardly wait. Love Hewitt. Great flick. Haven't seen it since also at a sleepover. Small soldiers in the eighth spot. Just watched this movie with my entire family. Weak, not weak, but just like average opening and just an insane finale. Uh, I don't think I'll ever get the image of the little corn, the comp sticks, getting shot into some kid's leg by a psycho commando. You know, and obviously this movie is just so nuts. The end, incredible. Armageddon, what else needs to be said outside of the fact that you guys gotta track down the audio of Michael Bay talking about the spacesuits. A lot of people talk about the Ben Affleck 
making fun of the movie and the astronauts. That's cool. And I have my own thoughts on Affleck. But the Bay talking about spacesuits is iconic. Basketball, first glimpse, I think, of Trey and Matt's brilliance. Uh, and then we're moving into a couple other ones. X-Files movie. My parents took me to see this. It was awesome. Really kind of blew my mind. Shout out to like the black goo or the black tar, which also would uh, come back again in Prometheus. So I think they're canon. Uh, Mulan. Never saw this one. Why do fools fall in love? Never saw that one ever after. I think I didn't go on a date to see that. Madeline. I'll read the books. Parent Trap. Saw this one recently. Pretty fun. That really creates like a weird wish fulfillment, I would say of young girls hoping that they have another set of parents and a long-lost sister who is extremely rich. Ooh, the negotiator, Samuel L. Heater movie, dude. Like this one a lot. Uh, I think this was F. Gary Gray, who has put together a really interesting career for himself, for sure. Snake Eyes, De Palma. I didn't understand the artistic clout that was in this movie, but I did enjoy, like... It has kind of a weird spiritual sequel that teaches all the fans of the Nick Cage Trinity, The Rock, Bad Boys, and Con Air about art. Perfect Murder, don't remember this one. Airbud 2, not a big dog guy. Something about Mary, low-key overrated. Halloween H2O, never saw it. Wasn't into scary movies then. Lethal Weapon 4, introduced the entire country to Jet Li, dope movie. Dr. Doolittle, no thanks. 54, I think this is a gourmet movie about a disco. Not for me. Six Days, Seven Nights. Shout out to Anne Heche. Shout out to Harrison Ford, of course. Dance With Me. Don't know what that is. Disturbing Behavior. This has been on my list for a minute. Mafia. Love Jay Moore. You know, loved him in Air. Dead Man on Campus. Heard of it, never saw it. Hell Stella Got Her Groove Back. Never seen it. Avengers, saw this in the theaters, very confusing. And I would say, like, we're missing the faculty, which is crazy. 